0: Welcome back to another episode here on GEMS Podcast. I am the founder and host, Miss Genesis Amaris Kemp, and with me in the hot seat is Katie Turner, and here's a bit about Katie. So Katie has a background in fitness and a strong passion for improving the physical and mental health of others. Katie opened her own personal training studio in Sydney's CBD. A steep learning curve in a competitive industry saw Katie own her skills in marketing and negotiation, communication, and client satisfaction as she navigated her way through commercial leases and corporate relationships, staff, and customer management, envisioned Became one of Sydney's premier fitness studios where personal trainers wanted to work out and clients wanted to train. Katie is a natural born leader with a strong belief in empowering others through education. These qualities are the secret of her success as a lecturer and presenter. And y'all, that's just one of Katie's businesses. She has three businesses that she runs on top of being a mother. So without it, let's welcome the powerful force to be reckoned with, Katie Turner. Thank you very
1: much for having me. It's exciting to always connect with not only people, like-minded people, but also people on the other side of the world, like from Sydney to Texas, there's a huge gap in between. It is a much more timely uh more friendly timely uh time difference here from Sydney to the states and other places in the world so thank you for having me
0: my pleasure Katie and before we dive into our segment to see how does Katie do it all I definitely want to connect with you on a personal level so I'm going to give you two options we could break the ice or we could play rapid fire which is 10 questions Let's play the game. Woo! We're playing (laughs) Rapid Fire with Katie and Genesis. So question one, coffee or tea? Coffee. Two, favourite colour? Pink. Three, dream car? Uh, Jaguar. Four, if you could be a fly on the wall and listen to any conversation, whose conversation are you eavesdropping on? Putin's right now. <laughs> Five, if you could go anywhere in the world, money was no option, and you just found out a caveat. They're not flying back to your home base. Where are you heading? Greek Islands. Six. If you could go back and recreate a significant moment in your life, what would you change?
1: Oh, that's a tough one. Um
0: oh, I don't know. Have more children. Okay, seven, Apple or Android? Apple. Eight. So, okay, here's the scenario. You're on a deserted island. Everything is plush. The temperature is just right. There is a gift store there, but you have limited resources and you only could buy one item. Here are the choices. Three bananas and a mango. A Aussie treat or the next one is your favorite CD. What are you buying? CD. <laughs> what? This is everything. Yes. <laughs> Rather starve and <than> dance. <laughs> Nine. If you could hop in a teleport machine and go back in time, what's one piece of advice you would give to your younger self? Believe in yourself. Back and to 100%. Woo, woo. Ed, 10. pass or play. If you play, I ask you one last question. If you pass, our roles are gonna be reversed, and you can ask me a question. Play. Okie dokie. Let's see here. So I know you're a mother, and you have a daughter. What is one piece of advice you would give to parents? uh
1: they won't die (laughs) (laughs) let them cry by not feeding them in exactly the right time they are not gonna die so don't feel guilty and and yeah the kids are resilient
0: (laughs) awesome thank you for playing rapid fire Genesis. and now we're gonna segue into our topic how does Katie do it all? You have three businesses that you run simultaneously. You're a mother, but then you also believe in outsourcing when the time is right. So walk us through, what does a day-to-day life look like? Well, a day-to-day in the life of Katie Turner look like?
1: So my alarm goes off at 4.33 a.m. Don't ask me why thirty thirty three 33 a.m., but That's my get-up time. I work in my fitness business. I run the early morning classes. Um, Part of that is I get to do them as well as run them. So um, I exercise every day. I come home. I generally walk in the door before my husband and child are up in the morning. (laughs) Get her up. Get him up. (laughs) Off to work. Off to school. And then generally between the hours of 9 and 3, it's admin podcasting, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I, I create and I batch my podcasts. Um, there is no typical structure to how that day, some of it's spending those whole six hours putting out fires and problem solving. Sometimes it's, you know, creating com- an amazing content. It's really sort of seeing what the business needs at that, any of the businesses. Um, it could be a team uh, call. I, as we discussed uh, I outsource, I have an amazing team behind me. so for all three businesses.
0: That is amazing. And one of the areas that you focus on is your kick-ass strategy. So what does that kick-ass strategy look like whenever you are going across different industries and you're interacting with so many people who are different?
1: I learned early in the piece, I've been a business owner for 20 years now. And when I first kicked off my first, very first personal training studio, which you, you talked about, um, it was all about business plans. You know, you'd get these templates and there were 50 or 60 pages and everybody's was like, you've got to do this business plan before you can open a business. And I was like, what? Like admin is is not my strength. I have an amazing VA I, um, who, who does a lot of that for me now. But yeah, so I was I remember sitting there just going through this whole business plan, 50 pages, and then filing it away and never really looking at it again. You know, It was just something that you really had to do. And I had a business coach for a while and they had said to me, the best business plan that you can do is a to-do list at the beginning of every week. And I do that 20 years later. I sit down on a Sunday night or Monday morning and I do a to-do list as to you know, prioritize what has to be done on each day for that week. And it's so satisfying crossing it off. So after doing that and being in business for the last 15, 20 years, at the 15-year mark, I was wanting to help others. And business planning today's dynamic, fast-paced, innovative online world is just not cutting it and there's nothing else out there. So we've created basically a dynamic business plan that... Um, my clients give me 90 minutes of their time and I create an an amazing starting point for them generally or if they're looking to grow a business is a a plan and how to do that. And that's 90 minutes of their time and I create that report and shoot it back to them so they've got a roadmap.
0: That is incredible.
1: Yeah. uh, 20 years of
0: experience into 90 minutes.
1: (laughs) Fast talking.
0: Wow. Did you see my facial expression? I'm like, In 90 minutes, you do
1: all of this. Like that's face-to-face. Obviously, I do a lot of background research when a client comes to me as to, you know, what industry they're in, where their clients sit. Because the other biggest change that we're seeing in the business world is the change from demographics to psychographics. When I first started in my business, it was all about how old is your customer? Where do they live? Are they male or female? You know, all of those, let's say, past questions are no longer really relevant. We're living in a non-binary world. we're living in a world that you don't need somebody's address anymore. Um, we're living online we more talk about you know connecting due to hobbies and interests than age and loca- and geolocation.
0: Absolutely so. Whenever you are doing that, you do some research beforehand. So that way you're doing your due diligence. Are you sending them an intake form prior to the 90 minutes or do you have your VA go source out the information and bring it back to you? What's an efficient use of your time there?
1: Yeah. So basically we ask them, there is forms that we ask them, what do they want to achieve? Um, Where are they at currently? Uh, why do they want to make, I have my podcast, Switch Your Stitch, so why are they wanting to switch their situation um, currently? And then we do, most people that come to us for those initial business strategies have an idea and just absolutely no idea where to start. Like they've got this fantastic idea, whether it be, wanting to, you know, make candles for a living or whether it's to franchise a business, a cafe in the end. It's, you know, all of that. Where do we start and who is our customer? What is our product offering and how does our product impact our customer's life?
0: So then once they get their um, business strategy and they get the plan from you that you all spent 90 minutes on, how long does it take for that individual to fully implement that plan and to see a ROI? That's a great question.
1: It's really dependent on where they're at in switching their search. So are they using it as a side hustle? Is that where they're starting? There's a lot of my clients come to me, they're still full-time employed And they might be starting a side hustle. So it it really, if that is the transitional time and depending on how much savings they have, how quick they can transition into that business, what are their resources available to them? But generally, it's about a 12-month implementation strategy.
0: Okay, which is is, um, attainable because there's different pieces that you are biting off because you don't want to take on more than you can handle because then you'll go down the rabbit hole or you'll easily burn yourself out when you are capable of doing it. You just bit off too much, then you can handle. That's right. And the other thing that we were finding is, you know, they, people go into business without that roadmap, but
1: they also think that social media is the golden ticket. And so if I throw $2,000 at social media a month, um, that my, you know, I'm gonna go viral and I'm gonna become the next, you know, Airbnb. And really trying to make sure that they're using an efficient use of those monetary and non-monetary resources. So how much should they be spending? Should we start with organic? What platforms should we really focusing on rather than trying to, to hit everything early in the piece and running out of those resources and then having to go back to an employment model?
0: Mm, I like that. So really doing a inventory and an audit of where you are, what of space that you're going into, and is it going to add value to you? Is it going to distract you? Or is it going to take you back to a place that allows you to be in a holding pattern where you're not fully optimizing or tapping into um, those full resources and using them to the best of your ability?
1: Exactly. I've I've seen people use their mortgages to go into business with no strategy behind it. And, and, you know, that's not calculated risk at all. That's a huge risk to take um, without seeking out the firstly, the the best person to talk to or get advice from rather than, you know, mainly friends and family where we first go who've maybe not ever done it before as well.
0: Absolutely. So I would also add, are you talking to a mentor and a mentor that has been where you are but has superseded that? Do you have a coach? Do you have a business advocate or advisor or someone to stretch you beyond your potentials, but also give you the playbook and the resources so you can level up your game? I would. question.
1: <laughs> so early in the piece, when I first started business, I had a business mentor. Um, I've always been quite entrepreneurial. So, and when I first started my first business, I didn't have much to risk. Like obviously, as you get older and you acquire, you know, houses, cars, children, <laughs> there's a lot more on the table to lose. When I first started my very first personal training studio, I was 23, and I basically walked into a bank and said, "I want a business loan," and they said, "Sure, here you go." And Off I went. I don't know whether I'd kind of do that now with so much behind me, Um, and there was a lack of fear there. So I did have a business mentor in the early in the piece. Now I surround myself with like-minded individuals who are in similar situations or surpassed where I'm currently at. Through my podcast, I'm lucky to meet some amazing people. You know, I've met Josh York there in the states, um, who has Gym Guys. I've met. Ronnie Khan, who started Oz Harvest here in Australia, so some really inspirational people in business who I am able to use as a bit of a mentoring soundboard as
0: well. That's very great, and I like um, the fact that you said people who are in the same space with you, because I tell people be be mindful of who's in your community and who you're connected with, because the people that you surround yourself with end up molding you whether you realize it or not. So if you want to be in the 1%, you need to get in with the 1%. You need to start changing your mindset. Be mindful of how you are addressing people, where are you hanging out, what are you dressing like, and etc. Because I've heard the statement don't dress for where you are now, dress for where you want to go.
1: I love that. And it's you couldn't be more true to be honest. Like It is about mindset. I saw this great YouTube clip the other day about there was a violinist standing in a bus stop busking and he made for the whole day, I think it was like $100 in that environment, but he was actually a professional orchestra violin player and on stage he commanded $100 a seat and it was a really great show of you only shine in the right environment. And so there he was making $100 a day you know, at a bus stop busking, but in the right environment in, with an orchestra and on stage, he was commanding $100 a seat. So make sure you are in the right environment to thrive.
0: Absolutely. Know your value, know your worth, and where are you are spending your time is going to be what sets you up for success. And then Katie, before we switch um, gears, I want you to share a time where you face a roadblock or a challenge and how that challenge has helped you develop personally and professionally.
1: Yeah, and coming back to that, where you get advice from. So I have had a big business fail and I lost a fair bit of money and I launched an online website like the TripAdvisor of Fitness here in Australia uh, in 2004. 15, 16 and I invested a lot of money and basically I went to the wrong people to ask whether they were going to use it. So I went to friends and family would you use this website to find your local gym? Yes, yes, yes. And I developed it on that rather than asking advice or validating the idea with potential customers. So it's really important that you're getting advice from potential customers or people who've done it. Your friends and family want to see you succeed. Like there's not many of them that don't. So they will be your big truest fans, but they may not purchase your product or service because they don't have a need for it. So ensure you're asking advice. And the other thing is ask advice from people who've done it because I remember when I got my first NR out here in Australia, I saw my studio and like, it's like an NFL. And I was the first, one of the first females to go out there and train them in business, not in fitness. I, I have an economics degree and I went out there and I was, and they contracted me and I had 22 males looking at me and I was like on top of my world. And my mum said, When are you going to get a real job again? And uh, it it was only because she was scared that, you know, me contracting or having my own business, oh, didn't have superannuation, sick pay, holiday pay. You know, it was unstable from their generation. So always take advice from people who have started a business or are currently doing a business. There's a lot of people out there, business advisors, who don't currently run businesses or never have. So be careful where you get your advice from. Friends and family or you know, trying to avoid that. And then also only take advice from people who have done it, taken that risk with their own money.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And then the final question before we segue into the call of action is... Whenever you think about outsource, at what stage do you advise someone to outsource? Because one, yes, it's going to help you get away from some of the mundane tasks and it's going to help you automate, but you also want to make sure that it's the right time in your business to to automate and outsource and it makes sense.
1: I think the biggest time to outsource is firstly monetary. So when you are making more money with your time elsewhere in your business. So for me, you know, creating those strategy sessions, I do those face-to-face, but I outsource the admin behind it. Um, In my fitness business, I worked that business. I went into retirement from fitness. I was never going to do it again. And then gradually people asked me to do here and there. We've got now 110 members. But I grew that business to a position that I would only take on trainers once it was worthy financially of me putting my energy elsewhere and make more money elsewhere, or to you get to a point where you know you you don't have the expertise to grow or scale that area of your business?
0: Mm, that's sound advice. So when you're making more money, And then when you realize you don't have the expertise to grow and scale in that area of your business, then look into outsourcing because it just makes sense. That's right.
1: And and that's where socials, you know, I've learned most parts of my media company. I did my socials to start with and I did my own podcast editing. And so I understand the operational side and that's really important when you run a business.
0: Oh, yes. That is a big piece. So make sure before you outsource, you get involved in various areas of your business. So you can learn enough, but not enough to be, you know, dangerous, but enough to be compliant and just understand it. So whenever you do outsource it, you can ensure that someone is not screwing you over because you already know what goes into that part of the business.
1: Exactly. Definitely. Very big big important p- component.
0: So now we're in our call to action part of the segment. So Katie, what is your call to action for the listeners and viewers? What challenge do you have for them? What do you want to say to cause them to get off their butt and bust a move? So my call to action
1: is, and, and it's something that I resonate with now is, and I we talked about what could I tell my younger self is that Unfortunately, we're all going to (laughs) die. As morbid as that sounds, you have one shot at this life. And so get off your butt, switch your sitch, do what you want to but do it in a calculated way so really ensure that you have a strategy in place to know where are you now where can you be in 12 months because you know whether you start a degree at 20 or 40 it doesn't matter it's still going to take the same four years whether you start a business at 20 or 40 So I think get off your butt. You are going to, everybody's going to end up in the same place in that wooden box. Nobody escapes that yet. (laughs) So yeah, do it, change it. Amazing.
0: One life, one one opportunity. Thank you, Eminem. (laughs) Ah, I love that. You only got one shot to blow. Do not miss this opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) You do that much better than I would ever.
1: (laughs) I just sit there and know with it but you know sometimes and that's where music like I said before I would rather dance than eat (laughs) because it's so motivational and those times that I think oh can I do this or have doubts listen to a song like that think about that phrase that you only have one shot you're here for a finite period make the most of it
0: Absolutely. Katie, I just love your energy. You're like a ball of fire. So tell the listeners and viewers how they could connect with you via your website and where you primarily hang out on social media. Thank you.
1: Yeah. So my website is www.katyturnermedia.com. Um, I'm on all social handles, primarily Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Um, and my podcast, Switch Your Sitch, as in situation, is on Apple and Spotify.
0: Ooh, so all of that will be in the show notes, y'all. So you could plug in with Katie Turner. Um, Katie is just a phenomenal wh- woman y'all like I said she runs three businesses simultaneously she is a mother and a wife so definitely juggling so if she can do it you can do it too but don't try to compare yourself to Katie because we're all meant to be in our own lane and we all have our own gifts and talents that make us uniquely us make sure you subscribe and share this segment we're on 40 plus platforms you could also see all the videos over on YouTube by going to at gems with Genesis and Kent. And last but not least, without you, we wouldn't be ranked in the top 3% globally out of 2.8 million podcasts, y'all. That's fantastic. (laughs)
1: Thank you.
0: That's great. How long have you been doing it for? Can I ask? since November, 2020. Wow. So again, you know that it does
1: take time. It takes consistency and persistence and look at you top 3%. Congratulations. That's amazing.
0: Thank you. And y'all, I just tell y'all, just go to www.listennotes.com and you can see all the different podcasts out there, see where they rank and et cetera. And I just love having conversations like this because it's organic and we're able to let down our our hair, relax our shoulders, and just engage in a fluid conversation without all the fluff. And we're just being real and raw because the mission behind GEMS podcast is to educate, inspire, and motivate while we connect the dots for diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. Because regardless if you believe it or not, it takes all of us coming together to make this world a better place. So until next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing one and tap in with Katie Turner. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform as well as our YouTube channel. GEMS with Genesis Amaris Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S with W I T H Genesis G E N E S I S Amaris A M A R I S Kemp K E M P at gmail.com where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcast.